This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves movies. Hey, everybody. <laughs> My name is Doug, and I love movies. And I love weird, unadjustable microphone stands. Even more than I love movies sometimes. I just drop my water on the floor. Things are out of control already. I'm so excited about this episode, I can hardly stand it. I mean, John Lithgow isn't here, so don't get crazy. I know. Do, do you come every week thinking, this might be the Lithgow week? Oh, man. He's making a movie called Rise of the Apes. With uh, He plays James Franco's father, and he has uh, Alzheimer's, and apes are taking over the world. Which, if, if apes are going to take over the world, can you imagine a worse time to ha- for it to happen than when you have Alzheimer's? Where you're sitting around going, wait, were apes always like this? Uh, 
My name is Doug, and I love movies. Doug Loves Movies is coming to you once again from the UCB Theater in Los Angeles before Comedy Death Ray. If you aren't listening to it already, be sure to check out the Comedy Death Ray radio podcast at Earwolf.com. They've also got Sklarborough Country with the Sklarborough Brothers, the Sklarboroughs. And um, so you should check that stuff out there. And it's August 3rd, 2010, as I say this. I had a lot of fun at the Pot the Vote tour of California. We actually played the Leonard Malton game at a few of the shows. Some shows were a little too rowdy for that, but some were good for it. And, uh, you know, because people in the audience wore name tags and insisted on it. And um, we've had a couple couple weeks off since uh, I've been here in the UCB Theater talking about how much how excited it was about a movie that was coming out and as i've said on twitter and specialthing.com and on this very podcast uh, the episode that was taped at the Del Close Marathon at UCB in New York i wasn't too crazy about inception more on that later but first the one guy clapping <laughs> Anytime there's a monster hit, there's, when, I, when I would go on and on about how much I love Dark Knight, there was an occasional person be like, it's not so good, and I'm that guy with Inception. I'm the guy who doesn't like Inception, and it's like, I don't hate it. Like, people keep writing me, well, how can you hate it? I got a tweet from a guy today, how can you hate Inception and love kick-ass? Keep your opinions to yourself. And it's like, well, first of all, there are my opinions, and I have a podcast where opinions are shared. And, and in my stand-up comedy, and in my life. I say, I say what I like and don't like. Uh, and in the case of Inception, I did not hate it. That's too strong of a word for it. I did not get drawn into the world of Inception. And I'm going to try and see it again. I'm going to not try. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go sit through it again, which I do whenever I feel like, what is everybody else loving about this that I'm missing? You know, maybe I was too high or whatever. You know... <laughs> I'm willing to give it another chance. I did that with Avatar, and I stood by my original decision. And, and as time goes on, more and more people will join my camp. The movie's not a timeless classic. It, it felt old from the second it opened. All right. So, anyway. So, I love Kick-Ass, and I don't love Inception. Doesn't mean the people who made Inception aren't brilliant and did an amazing job. Like, it's an amazing movie. Like, when it gets the, uh, the same slot that District 9 got for the top ten movies in the Academy Awards, I will be happy for it. But the Academy is going to give it to the movie about the lesbians, because they're both actresses that have been nominated for a million awards. That's how it works, you know? Uh, uh, so let's see what, oh I want to do a quick impression though this is a black guy in the audience at Inception black guy in the audience at Inception look out River that van is going to hit you eventually alright my guests tonight are the final three comics of five two of them are never going to be able to do this but the final three comics vying to get a spot in the absolute finals of the Leonard Maltin Game Tournament of Championships, please welcome Scott Ackerman, Matt Bronger, and Dana Gould. Yeah. I said to Scott in the green room, sit as far away from me as possible. And not only did he pick the chair right next to me, but he cozied up quite nice. 
Hide up. That's what Scott Ackerman is going to sound like for the entire podcast. Uh, Matt Bronger. Hey, buddy. That's what he sounds like. And Dana Gould is here. Hi, Doug. (laughs) Hi. Yeah, I'd like to start with a visual impression. Here's everybody when they testify at Congress. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Finally, we've had all these microphones lined up at a table, and that's finally somebody's done an impression that's not for the listeners. Mm A visual impression. A lot of the guests come on this show and then don't speak into the microphones because it is a very intimate theater. But uh, it gets frustrating. Now Scott's going to do that. <laughs> you're, you're just a troublemaker on every level. Personally. Take the microphone out of your pocket, Scott Ackerman. Oh, this one. And tell everybody how much you loved Inception. I did love defend Inception. Defend that piece you of shit. You motherfucker. Wake up and defend that crap. I, oh, you, you liked it, right? I liked it a lot, actually, yeah. yeah there you go. See? Um, I un- it's like everybody. <laughs> I Not liked it a lot special. because, you know what? It made my heart think. See, my heart did not get involved at all, either beating faster or uh, uh, thinking of love and thoughts of romance. Matt Bronger, what did you think? Of Inception? No. Let's talk about <laughs> Ramona and Beezus. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Ah, uh, so yeah, pissed I got cut out of that. Um, At the end of Ramona and Beezus, the, the top does drop, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no question about it in that, at the I, end of that one. <laughs> I, 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 I liked drop. it, but I was, I was really confused. But I'm going to see But it you again. enjoyed your confusion. Yeah. You're all right with it. Mm-hmm. All right. Dana Gould has not seen it because he has children. Uh, yes, but my joke would be, I was left so emotionally wrung out, I sat in my chair like a raggedy lesbian. <laughs> and my advice would be, work on that just a little bit I have more, <laughs> before I you release writing it. writing that as I was saying it. <laughs> I started that without knowing what it was. That should be the title of your next record. <laughs> if you had lesbian, <laughs> you had lesbian as I was saying. <laughs> I like a lesbian Andy. <laughs> me 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 me. All right, I'm ready. There's another visual. Oh, you want to start the show? This could also be like a Dr. McCoy. Hey, everybody. This could also be like a Dr. McCoy thing. <laughs> it is. More no more jokes. cancer. It's a Star Trek. Show. More visual jokes. Try to think of some more of those <laughs> and for the radio and save them for television. <laughs> yeah. Or here's some my show impression that live of streams. Jack Palance smiling. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Nailed. So, what have you seen lately, Dana Gould? Have you been on a long plane flight see, to go get a baby? Or I, I, I have, in fact. <laughs> um, I saw Inception. I particularly loved Leonardo Wait, you did? DiCaprio's. Wait. Are we in Inception we... right now? I thought we just. <laughs> I'm sleeping. Yeah. You did see it? I did see on it. On a plane or a regular? No, in a theater. Oh, okay. In a theater. I enjoyed Leonardo DiCaprio's one-note, wooden, and joyless performance. <laughs> See, that's He's really part of the, our Roger Moore. Yeah, but that's part of the. <laughs> that's part of the key to my not caring for it so much. Is I thought, wouldn't this be awesome if the characters were interesting? You know, yeah. like if I cared about them in any way at yeah. all. Like, and I normally like Leo quite a bit. And Doug Juno else. is inceptioning Leo DiCaprio. That fucking blew your mind right there. It did. And there is no, no doubt to that. At all. It's yeah. Junoing? Ju- Juno is fucking inceptioning him. What? You ever think I, about that? I, she, I, no, not until right now. The reality of <laughs> the movie is, is fake. It's a dream, and Juno got in there, 
and she's not pregnant anymore inside the dream. That's how she got rid of her baby? Yeah, yeah. and she has an inception abortion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that went somewhere. <laughs> it was like, when oh exactly my God, Google Maps, to, get us there. Come on. But it was awesome when we arrived, and we, then we got out, and we talked We had a good time. It. it was like Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, so <laughs> the yams were especially... Uh, if the Memento guy was in Inception, you could walk into the movie and change their talk to them. It would be so, be so many levels. You could go into the movie. Now and you wrote have that though, <laughs> three weeks ago. I wrote that with my team. <laughs> that I wrote a that couple drafts. Team. He wrote that one in less time than it takes to say it. Exactly. <laughs> he writes really fast. I wrote that in the time slower. it took my pee hole to part, but before the urine came out. <laughs> Peehole parting time. Heavenly shades of night are falling. <laughs> Peehole parting, parting time. I was on a, a plane yesterday, and a lady I'm a next grown to man. me. <laughs> the lady next to me said, "There's some old guy in first class who's famous," and I was like, "I don't know who it is. I didn't see him when I was walking in." And I did see an old guy, and I don't think he was famous. But she goes, uh, "I think it's Charlton Heston." <laughs> And I, I had to break the news to her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. Is this I the plane to heaven? Not <laughs> he's not on the plane because he's fucking dead, lady. Unless they're shooting weekend at Bernie's. What would it be? Three weekend. or four? <laughs> and and uh, this, that would be awesome if Andrew McCarthy and that other guy. I love how people in the audience said that Jonathan Silverman. I said and that other guy because it's funnier than Jonathan Silverman. And I couldn't remember Jonathan Silverman. Why didn't but, you say uh, that, that other single guy? Because that, that would really get... It would get that if I said that. Fuck you. <laughs> I wrote that for Scott. Thank you. <laughs> Danny, you're doing great work. Good passing jokes to everybody under the table, Dana. <laughs> take Here, the bu- say take this. the bullet yourself. Come on, kid. Say it. No. <laughs> I won't. So how'd you find time to fit in Inception with all the kids and whatnot? Uh, we got a little... We have a sitter. You know, it's a $90 event when we go to the movies. We have to coordinate. And uh, people come over to the house... And then we sneak the out. Light. Times are tough the for the Dana Gould household. Well, just have a, I get a lot. I get a lot going on. Ninety dollars. a bit of a stretch for. No, I didn't say I. I was worried about it. It's just a lot of money for you know. I still, I still appreciate a dollar. Sure, you know what the? How much does a gallon well, my of milk wife cost? Could, my wife's not going to work forever. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to. Let's not drag her into this. Let's not drag her into this because I've got a lot of I've got a lot of HBO issues. Oh boy! That uh, that Ooh. and it's HBO is not movies. It's it's HBO. It's not TV. So it's not TV either. It's this weird nether uh, nether area. Have you been to the movies lately, Matt Bronger? Uh, yeah, um, I saw Winter's Bone. Most I saw that. that. Did you see it? Saw that too. Hilarious. Awesome. Um, <laughs> it was amazing, but yeah. God, she skinned an actual squirrel. Yeah. See that? She nice. pulled guts out. Spoiler alert. Very, rea- yeah. very realistic depiction of white trash in that movie. Yep. Yep. I'm thinking about going as a teardrop for Halloween. Oh, good, nice. You know. I'm going as only for people that and the uncle. It. What did what did teardrop Sorry. look like in the movie? He's he, like a meth head or something. He's like he was, yeah, he's that guy. He was, in, he was in on Deadwood, wasn't he? He's on Deadwood. Uh, oh. Right, real, real lean guy. What the fuck is his name? He played two parts on Deadwood. Sam. 
No. Oh, John Hawks. You're right. Not yeah. that other guy. John Hawks. John Hawks. That's who him, is, right? Uh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. in that one thing called yeah. the other thing. And he's, he's like the, he's uh, like that, the crazy. He was in uh, uncle, Perfect right? Storm. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, Perfect the Storm. Uncle guy. He was the guy in the opening of From Dust Till Dawn too. He was the guy that walked into the convenience store at the opening of Dust Till Dawn. Oh, I don't know. You, geez, you blew my mind on that one. I don't know. What, I'm trying. Like you can visibly see my brain clenching. He has the along. great line. He's talking about somebody as a retarded kid, and the kid, and he goes, "Now, nah, come on, man. Kid like that belongs in a circus. He shouldn't be putting him to work in a diner." <laughs> that was a great line. Then he get doesn't he get shot in the head by the end of that scene? He does get shot in the head, and he dates a girl who uh, is After? part of a singing. No, this is how I know it. Dates a girl that's part of like a kid's birthday singing duo because I've written them checks while he stood by politely. Oh, nice. He's also in Eastbound and Down now. Yes, he is. As He's, the, uh, that's as what his I brother. remember. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brother, yeah. Mm-hmm. The right. rational guy. Funny. So. Nice show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Like great. See? Yeah, I love that show. Have you been to the movie, Scott Ackerman? Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw a really great movie last night. Uh, I forget what it was called. It was about a woman who was looking for love, and she was choosing between two men, and she chose one man instead, and he got down on his knees and proposed to her. And I forget what it was called, but uh, it, the roses were involved. And oh, you were watching The Bachelorette on television. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that's what you were doing. Yeah, that was really good. I heard, I heard Oprah Winfrey the best doing a movies to Eat, Pray, Love called Eat, Pray, Eat. You should be writing for the Oscars this year. Was, I totally fucking give that. I, I, I fucking stepped on that one. Can you say it again, Mr. Bruce Blanche? <laughs> Thank you. Hang on. Let me do the visual. Radio silence. Jesus Christ. Christ. For those of you who bothered to come, I will do that like Bruce Blanche. <laughs> I hear that Oprah Winfrey is writing a sequel to Eat, Pray, Love called Eat, Pray, Eat, Pray, Eat. It's too bad you couldn't. You. Yes, go ahead. It's too bad. How long you was, how long was a, I standing? It's too bad you couldn't slip into a tight T-shirt that says "Meatball Baby" with an arrow pointing down. <laughs> <laughs> or a blue dress with a white stain and then say Monica and then you're stuck with it for another hour and a half. Which I've also Should have slipped that one to Bronger. <laughs> no, that's nuts. That's how he did his one-man show. He walked out with a, wearing a blue dress and had a white stain on it and he just walked out and he went, Monica. And Why? then did you that see, was it. And then he proceeded to do the rest of the one-man show. No, but I have this on very good authority. Oh, okay. A gay dude told me. <laughs> so I know it's real. Um, I saw him once on the street, and uh, he was walking to his car, and he got to his car, and there was a parking ticket on it, and he very theatrically ripped the parking ticket up and threw it into the air like he was Rip Taylor. You know, I would say this. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, that's why he's, he's lovely, called Rip. Now I get it. <laughs> he, uh, now let me th- he's a lovely guy. Uh-huh. He's a lovely guy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Blanche? Yeah. Okay. He's a lovely guy. All right. All That's right. why I made fun of him because he's never done. Whenever me somebody's anything, lovely, I like do the most disgusting impression of them. Yeah, exactly. I possibly can, but the, at least nice the listeners didn't see it. So if he hears, exactly, he right. won't know. It'll be fine. He's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Everybody right. likes him. No one likes me. <sighs> they haven't announced the. Uh, who do you think's going to host the next Oscars? They haven't said yet, but oh, I can't wait. Could be anybody. Nobody cares about. I as soon as they announce that, that is the minute I come down with Oscar fever. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I just cannot wait. I every this is about the time of year where I drive up the end of Beachwood and I look at the Hollywood sign and I go, Hollywood, you better think up a good host for Oscar night. Mm-hmm. 
I just thought of a good one. They should have Daryl Hammond as Sean Connery hosting the, <laughs> the Oscars. I think that would be awesome. That'd be a lot of fun. What about a guy named Oscar? Is a guy named Oscar ever hosted? That Oscar Nunez in, could host it. Yeah. In Oscar <laughs> Goldman from The Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah, sure. Why not open up the Oscar hosting duties to fictional characters? And he's wow. painted a great gold. idea. Like have him be, look like the actual Oscar. Oscar. Have the person completely gold. It's even better. And their hands clasped in front of them. I'll do you one further. Sylvester Stallone as Oscar ever. from the movie Oscar. Yes, great film. Made gold with Oscar. Perfect. <laughs> if we're doing Perfect. fictional characters, what about like Garfield or Scooby Doo. They haven't worked a lot since Oscar the Grouch, fictional yeah. character named Oscar. Perfect. Perfect. Or, the, or that. Let's let's write it up. <laughs> and you know what Oscar would say? He'd come out and go, "I missed the last part of the show because I was in the can." Yeah. <laughs> Bam. You always got Slam more. You, you always got more laughs at that. Holy than I did. slap in front We'd, of the mic for that one. But but I love trash would finally get the dance routine it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did I see lately? I saw salt. Did you guys see salt? No. See salt? No. Um, I'm afraid I... she'll snap in half. I can't watch. Uh, oh, yeah. She is very skinny. Very skinny. And she's fighting, fighting all the time. She's it's falling like, on trucks and Why shit? wouldn't those yeah, she's snap she's, once in a while? She's falling on her boobs, though. Yeah, oh. she totally boob yeah, plants yeah. every landing whenever she, <laughs> she jumps okay, from truck to truck it. to truck. Oh, I wonder if she'll make it to this next truck. Oh, she did. Wow. How about another one? There it is. Great. Like, I've never, I like Brad Pitt a lot, but I've never missed him more because Saul was like Mr. and Mrs. Smith with just one person running around and no clear evidence anyone else cares. <laughs> like, it's just a lot of, but the one thing that I noticed in that movie was that she has a tendency to, you know, she switches her outfits because you can't recognize a lady in a new outfit. And no. um, <laughs> when she's on the lamb, you know, just switch up, like, just have a different style that you just pick <laughs> off of a... Uh, off of a, a rack as you run through someone's uh, apartment. And it fits perfect. Well, yeah, it fits. You know, she's always grabbing through the whole movie. She's grabbing pieces of clothes and p- slipping into them. That's and, one of her, uh, that's part of her spy training is to be able to look at labels and see what size everything yeah, is. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Don't, don't look at anything. Just grab stuff off the rack because you have that, you have the training. Mm-hmm. You have right. the mind for that's my size. Doug is pointing out his, his mind right now. Yes. For the home listener. Pointing out my mind. Mm-hmm. So, now I realize that <laughs> so stupid. For the rest of my life, whenever... Hey, where'd my shirt go? Oh, some super spy ran by. I <laughs> <laughs> needed a fucking change of clothes, and I, it was opportunity meets thievery. Yeah. And you turn on a movie, and there's Angelina Jolie wearing the uh. meatball baby with an arrow pointing down shirt. <laughs> You're like, that's where I went. That's the other thing. She grabs she really stylish shit the whole yeah. time. She should grab some stupid I'm with dummy shirt or something. Yeah, that's some big Johnson t-shirt or something out of Mervyn's. Remember those? <laughs> those aren't around anymore. I have no idea what you're talking about. What am I about? talking about? Big Johnson shirts from Mervyn's? From Mervyn's, yeah. specifically. Okay, all right. I don't I know why no I picked that. Or TJ Maxx, wherever you go. Ross? Wherever I go, I go to people send me clothes and then I wear them. Yeah. Should we do the TJ Maxx? Should we do the TJ Maxx theme before we move on? No, no, no. Then we'll have to pay for it. I don't know. Um, Oh, good point. Yeah, and by pay for it, I mean suffer. Listen. (laughs) Hey, yo. (laughs) Jokes. Boy, those theme songs really get into my head, though. Those, uh, especially daytime ones. You know, like five eight eight two three hundred. Mervin. 
Oh, wait. What? Sorry. The creepy guy. Call 1 800 General Now to get that insurance. General Now. General Now? General Now. Well, uh, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Oh yeah, you just, I could have. I could have got, got, got a lemon. I love that the guy going. Yeah. I could have got, got a lemon. lemon. This is another California Burn? thing, but I could have got a lemon. Is this Cal- is is it California? Oh, he says I wouldn't have got a lemon. I wouldn't have got a lemon. Yeah, it's a buyer's remorse. I already fucked up. Yep. And you brought me down to the yeah. studio to yeah. cut a commercial for I, your car lot. I want to show you the car you could have had. Oh, oh I yeah, you fucked I couldn't have not gotten a lemon. Yeah, making this far more complicated. From Toyota of Orange? Yeah, right where we are. I right went to now. Toyota right next door. Oh. Yeah, you shouldn't have. What the fuck? I'm sorry to bring you in after you've already spent all your money on that car, but just wanted you to know you really screwed yourself. It's all good. <laughs> when we when we hate when we fear the Japanese because of their economic might and we were trembling at the feet of Toyota, there was a commercial about how great Fords were now. And at the end, they had an angry Japanese guy reading about the Ford, and he went, "How many standard features? Forty-three." <laughs> so I thought of the angriest number. <laughs> It was like gung-ho in reverse. Exactly. Exa- yes. It was like Dream Team. I lost my I was just thinking of Wow, I, I, I hope Michael Keaton movies is a category in the ball game, because you guys will tear that shit up. He's the no. voice of canon. I can Story. name multiplicity and no names. Um, <laughs> I came up with a new review for Inception. It's like The Dark Knight, but without uh, Heath Ledger. <laughs> Yeah, think about that and go to sleep and then dream about it. Let's play the Leonard Malton game, you guys. That's what we're here for. All of that was just filler. This is what it's really about. This is the tournament of championships. A couple people that could never make it to a tournament of championships are Anthony Jeselnik and Jerry O'Connell because they're very busy. Uh, You guys are are free enough to do this. After a lot of, t- I had to make a lot of effort to, to work it out so you, all three of you could be here on the same night. Whoever wins tonight will go on to play in the finals of the Tournament of Champions, whenever we can arrange that, <laughs> against uh, Ricky Lindholm from uh, Garfunkel and Oates and Jimmy Parf- Pardo from Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> from, from Mystery Mrs. Pardo. <laughs> yeah. The, the never, Chicago Pardo. Never, <laughs> never not funny Pardo. And uh, so it'll be a very exciting show, and uh, you guys should be very excited at your chance to be a part of it. You know and it. And we have name tags right here. So we got uh, Michael, Scott Ackerman. Michael, is gonna, you're going to be playing for him. What's up? Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> remember that? I do remember it, because people strangely still say it. And then uh, uh, it's like if you had a commercial where you coined hello, and then like, oh my God, I can't believe people are still saying that. Uh, Andrew, Matt Bronger will be playing for you. Hello. He's got a great comedy album called Soak Up the Night. And uh, Dana Gould is on the end there. Who would you, pick somebody from the front row, Dana, that, to, uh, for you to play for with a name tag on, someone with a name tag. Oh, you don't have... Oh, yeah, no, you do have a name tag. What's your name? What's it say? Where's the beef? (laughs) Wait a second. What just happened? Remember that? I thought we were doing popular catchphrases. Oh, well, 
I wasn't making we're a comment about, about Lauren. We're that still sort of exist. Like, nobody... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Somebody says I'm, that I'm, now. Am I leaving now? Is that what just happened? Is that what just happened? You've been evicted. Oh, the catchphrase thing. You I know, for a guy that. who has emailed me... Of any of us, I lost You would one. know that my email address is clarapellerfan at AOL.com. <laughs> You know, I want to go as deep as we can into this well of uh, old stupid reference. I Although Rob what? gets an award for having the biggest name tag, but it's not. It's not. Uh, Rob re- took a, a piece of uh, notebook paper and folded it in half, and wrote his name on it, it, and then stuck it on his chest. Yeah. It's a napkin. Okay, it's a napkin. But and it just reminds me of so many six-digit phone numbers I got from women. Hey. <laughs> Let's play the Lenormand game. We know who they we're playing work. for. Uh, <laughs> it's very. I'm very excited because um, I had some problems with the Leonard Malton app for a while, and I got a new phone, and now those those problems didn't carry over into the new phone. Oh, thank God! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It really worked out great. I went and saw my friend Matt Myra. He works at the Genius Bar at the uh, Apple Store here in town, and uh, he he really hooked me up by charging me. $500 for a new phone. <laughs> that is pressure, though, when you work this. Is there a genius available? <laughs> you? It's, it's funny. They don't... It's hard to use, pick a font that says... Sar, that, you know, is sarcastic. Mm-hmm. But it's the genius bar right. is what it actually is. Right. Like, nobody there. They're all stupid. That's, <laughs> yeah. <It's> ironic. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Why? Why did I explain that? Where's the beef? <laughs> Did we talk about how this looks like Star Trek already? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. we did. Yeah. All right. At least what you talking about, At least about, that's Scott? sort of a movie reference. Well, isn't that special? <laughs> I'll catch phrase you in the ground if you want to play that game. I can't think of any. Okay. I'm, I'm from Jersey. That was maybe the worst. Is that the Jersey That was, that was my favorite was Joe the, Piscopo the, character. The most ghastly catchphrase. That was catchphrase. my favorite. That was, the, that was the, yeah. That yeah, was that, that was, was to character. that was to catchphrases what the Holocaust was to human endeavors. It was just the worst <laughs> example of anything you could do. <laughs> okay, let's start with Scott Ackerman. Would you like to play a uh, a movie that's a musical biopic? Or, which by the way, there's a lady on MSNBC today talking about a new biopic that's coming out, and she kept saying biopic. She kept going, she kept going, oh, this is going to be a great like biopic. It's something. weird that, oh, it's because the, uh, the guy that did uh, Inconvenient Truth, Davis Guggenheim, is doing the biopic of Justin Bieber. And they were talking about it at MSNBC, and she kept saying biopic. And I was just like, oh my God, you're the entertainment reporter. Don't you? Quit, quit saying biopic. So we have. It's okay if Wolf Blitzer says it. Yeah, because it's, it's like, yeah, like Wolf Blitzer is like, well, why is he even, who wrote that down for him to say <laughs> what, what happened in a muso bio, music biopic that he had to talk about? Um, so that's category number one. Got it. Uh, then there's westerns, and then Pass. there's war movies. Would you like a, a biopic, a western, or a war movie? Musical in nature, the biopic. Biopic. Here we go. Would you like a biopic from 1980, 1986, or 1991? 91. All right. Robot, I know it. Robots are great at this game. We start, the bidding starts with Scott, then it'll move to Dana, and then go clockwise from there. Do I get to hear a description? Yes, you do. 
Len gives it two and a half stars. Ooh. Fairly accurate, I would say. Okay. But I loved Kick-Ass and didn't like Inception. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Um, he calls it Vivid. And he says that the director appears briefly in the film. And okay. It's two and a half stars, and it came out in 91, and it's a musical biopic. And there are... 21 names. <laughs> How many names do you think you can get it in? Scott Ackerman. I think I know it. Oh. Actually. All right. So then you, of course, know that you can say zero yeah. names, or you can say, I can get it in X number of negative I... names. And here's the twist negative on negative names. names. What's this now? Here's the twist on negative names. You go, I can name in negative names one or two or three, but then you have to name the cast from the top down uh, that, down that, in the order? That, in the right order. That oh, many names. Jesus. How many, so if you say, if you know who the star is, you could say, I could do that. it in one negative name, and bam, you'll probably get it. But as soon as you get into two or three, you get in a tricky area. Okay. I, he usually uses the billing that was used in the film yeah, okay. as the order. And does that get me extra points, or is that just for bragging? It's just for winning the point. You can go then right to negative names. Well, because the guy next to you might know it, especially right. now that you've sat around giving him a lot of time to think. All right. Well, I'll, you know what? I, I, I know two negative names on it. If this is the movie I'm going to – if this is the one that I'm thinking of, I can go two negative names. I can name it in two negative names. All right. So Balls out. We, now we go down to uh, Dana Gould down the end. You could say more negative names or say Scott Ackerman. Name that movie and those two negative names. Uh, I'm going to say Scott Ackerman in that movie. The soon I'm going to name. I'm going to hold this, my thumb up. I'm going to hold my thumb up. Congratulations for you, getting the point. If you get the if you get the name of the movie right, if if I if you get it right and it's the one. What are I'm you talking about? <laughs> All right. If you uh, get Scott how many Ackerman. times red uh, equals what five? What is the name of the movie? I have no idea what's going on. What is the name of the movie? Is it What's Love Got to Do with It? <laughs> no. Fuck. Ah! Yes. Okay. And who are the two names? <laughs> Angela Bassett and Larry Fishburne. No, but you could have... Oh, okay. <laughs> That'd be weird for you to guess names from another movie. Oh. Uh, but the, the two names I was looking for oh. are Val Kilmer and Frank Whaley. Oh, The Doors. Oh, the, doors. <laughs> the Doors is right. That's right. Motherfucker. When has right. What's Love Got to Do with it? 93? I don't know Fuck the year you. offhand. <laughs> it was funny, too. 85? The voice the of the audience up. was even like, yeah, it was, was questioned it. Not even yeah, like... If somebody went, 95, fuck you. But 95? Fuck you! <laughs> you should have been, fuck you? All right, but so... But I'm sorry. That's was, right. I was close, though. You gotta admit. Yeah, you totally... By close, you, you mean off by you, two to five years. <laughs> you, thought of, you thought it was one movie? Turns out it was a different movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, see you later. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Let's start with Matt Bronger this time, because uh, Danny Gould got the point. Uh, would you like to play westerns, war movies, or in honor of the release of Kick-Ass today on DVD, uh, Nicolas Cage movies? Oh, yeah, Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage movies. Here we go. Would you like one from... Are there any movies that aren't Nicolas Cage movies? Not anymore. Not in, not my, not in my heart, anyway. <laughs> uh, 1987, 1997, or Two Grand Seven? Oh. 97. 97. Here we go. It could be movie. any one of 371 films. I know, yeah. kind of fuck He's myself. made a few movies. I'll give you a hint. His hair is weird. No, that's... That's, that's, that's just a generic. That doesn't count. Uh, Leonard gives it uh, three stars. In this movie, he talks softly and then inexplicably screams and then goes back to talking softly. 
His mouth is agape, and he shakes his head around weirdly. Alma! All right. Uh, 1987, three stars from Lynn. Wait, 97. 97. Yeah. That's what you said, right? 97. 97. Yeah. Didn't you just say 87? I'm saying 97 now. Okay. Just... And I'm going to stick to it. Cool. 97. He says, Len says that it's, um, doesn't know when to stop. Oh, this movie. It doesn't know when to stop. Um... <laughs> Okay. Okay, and then he also says... Uh, Eventually stops. <laughs> it's mostly a description of the plot, so I don't want to give too much away. He says uh, two-thirds of it are terrific. Okay. God, Which is pretty 97. much the same clue as, but the film doesn't know when to stop. I think I know what it is. All right, but let's tell you how many names you have to go with. Okay. Twelve names. Okay. Now... If you think you know what it is, and you think you I know, know one of a few of the sure. leads, and the order that they would receive billing, then go ahead and go for negative names, or you could go straight to zero names. Well, I'll just do zero, because I don't know the order. Okay. So then we go to Scott Ackerman, who can s- try to do some negative names or say name that movie. You guys are intense Fuck. players. This is, this is exciting. I feel like... I know what it is, and I, I'm, I, can I tell I, you something real quick? Yeah. It's not what's love got to do with it. <laughs> then I am Shit. way off. Remember that scene where Nicolas Cage showed up and he was like, is he in on the waterfront? No, I know, I know what this is. I can do it in two negative names. Look at you. Yeah. They got to be in the right order. Dana Gould. Okay. Oh, name it. Uh. <laughs> he says name it. <laughs> Champion. After a lot of consideration. Dana Gould screams, name it. <laughs> All right, so what's the movie? Face Off. That's correct. Oh. oh. Yeah, now what order are they listed in? First to second. John Travolta, Nicholas Cage. That is correct, Scott Ackerman! Oh. Holy job. shit! That is exciting. Hmm. And as we know, now from the news, facial transplants are not that easy or successful. You still come out looking like John Merrick. <laughs> or Roger the Elephant Man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Elephant Man, for those of you that yeah. don't know. There are a lot of And here it is, the world's first transplant. Can we see the before one more time? <laughs> Could you put up the before again? Can we just start saying Roger Ebert instead of the Elephant Man? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Oh. Oh, because I'm just Vincent saying Gallo. to expedite things. Vincent Gallo didn't put a curse on the Elephant Man. They have a crazy, hey. weirdo, lumpy hey. hump and a Look. weird walk and... He does have giant. Yes, he does. In fairness, how do you know? In fairness, they both grew up in cages. (laughs) Fucking fairness. Nicholas cages. Boom. Boom. Bring it back to movies. All right, so you get a point there for that. That was a good one. Amazing work, Scott Ackerman. So it's Scott one, Dana one. We'll go back to. (laughs) We'll start with Dana on this one. Wait. Yeah, Dana. Yep. Um, would you like a war movie, a Nicolas Cage movie, or one of my favorite categories, in theaters now? A war movie. A war movie. All right. Would you like one from uh, 1987, 1999, or 2010? Dana Gould. <laughs> 2000. I'll have the, what was the first one, 1987? Yeah, I like that one. Okay, old school. Three stars, not enough, my opinion. 87. 
It's an adaptation of a book, according to Len. I don't know for sure. And he says also about it that it's compelling and well-acted. Why only three stars then, Len? Um, And there are eight names. It's a war movie from 87. Three stars. 87. What did I say, 87? 87 or 97? 87. 87. That's what you picked. War movie. Shh. Um, No discussing it in the uh, audience. Negative one name. Negative one name, he says. So that means he can name the lead actor in that movie. We come down here to Scott Ackerman. Oh, no, wait. No. I'm going to take that back. What? I don't know if he's the first name or not. Shit. You're going to withdraw a bid? No, I'll do two names. Who's first? Who do you know is not first name? I'll do negative two names. Can I do that? Uh, you said and negative you one name. Why are you holding your microphone like a like a old gay man in the forties smoking a cigarette? <laughs> well, first of all, he was. Talking I'm going to, to get in my tub and have a soak, and then I'm going to write my column. And I don't want to be you tomorrow morning when I open up the newspaper. <laughs> Scott, Wait, so you so you know the order of the name? Yeah, I think I do. We go this way, right? I'm going the right way. Well, I, I don't know, because last time... Face I, off is a warm Because last time right. I said... Oh, if it's the other way, then go to Matt. <laughs> he says negative one name, Matt, and he's not sure who no, the lead is. he two, didn't he? No, I he wanted two. to, but I wouldn't let him. Well, okay, oh, so okay. negative one name, I know. He, he did negative one, one name, name. that's There's, good. You can't be... All right. <laughs> yeah, do it. I don't know. I don't know it. All right, we could show off and do two names if you want, but... Uh, Sean Penn, Michael J. Fox, Casualties of War? That was my guess. Um, no, no, and no. <laughs> On all three of those. I'll read the cast, and you guys can jump in when Is you it, think you know it. It's not Full Metal Jacket. Ed o- Correct. <laughs> it's Full Metal Jacket. That's uh, right. Not four stars. Yeah, I don't know. Bananas. See, that's a, that's a terrible clue. That's B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> that's why Just but I thought when you were like I wasn't sure who was first because it is kind of Matthew Modine and then the yeah. next name is Adam Baldwin I don't think you would have uh, gotten that no. no that he was you know you think yeah, you'd you give think second billing to Lee or entire Lee or movie or uh, or entire movie shot in England that was the final line of the review filmed in England and I didn't say that because I knew it would be a giveaway right. to Dana Gould true the man with no life. Because he knows, he knows stuff like that. So Matt gets the point for that. Yeah, so, so everybody's got a point. Whoever wins this next one. Hey. Whoever gets the next one. I won for losing. I hope wins. So we'll start with Scott. I hope it's movies I was in. Odd man out on that one. Mystery man. Here's me. Scott Ackerman. Nicholas Cage in theaters now or musical bio pictures? Take your time. <laughs> Scott's thinking. Shit. It's Comedy Death Race starts in 20 minutes. Um, <clears throat> musical biopics. All right. I'm glad you Fuck, were, I should do Nick. I'm glad you really thought through. What? What do you want? I feel like I should do Nick Cage, but I'm, I, get okay, weird on the, I get weird on the years of those. All right. Uh, so which one's it going to be? Who are you playing for? Uh, Charity. No. <laughs> Michael? Don't call Michael. You're playing for Michael. Yeah, I'm calling Michael. Michael, which one should nice he do? Guy. Which one do you think he should do? Nicholas Cage or. I won on Nicholas Cage, so maybe I should do Nicholas Cage. Okay. Yeah, Cage. consistency is the hobgoblin of foolish minds. Emerson. <laughs> <laughs> when did this become Doug Love's poetry? When did this become. Once? Yeah. When did this become a slam of any sort? 
Okay. I'm going uh, to the Limerick Slam in the men's room. <laughs> okay, so you get uh, the remaining years are uh, 2007 or 87. 87. 87. Here we go. Three and a half stars from Leonard Malton. He is absolutely wrong. This is the most four-star movie I could practically think of. Uh, Nicolas Cage is in it, and it's written by some people. And uh, look out for those chase scenes, he says. <laughs> and um, he call, also calls a bit. Uh, he also calls it flaky. So, yeah, so uh, Leonard Maltin confused this movie with a croissant. <laughs> there are nine names. And we start the bidding with Mr. Scott Ackerman from Earwolf.com. Chase scenes. Fuck, that fucks me up. That's the intent of the clues. Chase scenes. Confused could be and annoy. What I'm thinking of, but I'm going to say I'll get it in nine names. Nine names. Dana Gould. Oh, I can get it in now. Five names. <laughs> Matt Bronger. I'm going to go uh, 87, you said, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go... Um, oh, Valley Girl? Oh, shit, I can feel it. <laughs> totally, Settle down. I'm probably totally wrong, but I'll do, I'll do negative one name. Ah! No, yeah. Ah! You can't ah! be counting him, so I'll do one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name that movie. I mean, technically two, because we know, yeah, yeah. You know he's in it. I think we all understand what you mean. What's the name of the movie? Does Nicolas Cage have to be in this movie? Name of the movie? Yeah. Uh, Raising Arizona. And who's second build? Uh, Holly Hunter. The great John Good... I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, it's Holly Hunter and uh, Nicolas Cage, Raising Arizona. We have our third champion for our tournament of champions. It'll be Matt Bronger against... Hmm? Versus, it's okay, Dana. Dana, you're still a very accomplished player, and uh, Scott Ackerman, a Hall of Fame player with that uh, negative two names. Thank you. Yeah, right. You know, it was you impressive. Did good. Thank you. you did I thought job. the Doors was Great Balls of Fire. When you saw it? No. Yes. <laughs> Bill, I was really high when I saw it too. But Bill Graham, who was a consultant on the movie The Doors, the legendary concert promoter Bill sure, Graham. Yeah. Said, and I was in his company because he also owned the punchline in San Francisco. Said, no. Were you in the helicopter when he died? I was. I was. I was. Oh. I, I came back from the dead because I was trilining the Walnut Creek punchline the following week. Um, trilining. With D. Allen Moss and uh, Alex Reed. Um, uh, no, but he said, he, although he was. Is a this story less than 15 minutes? Well, if you'll let me get to the line. It was just funny. He was a paid consultant on the movie. He goes, All of a stone, the guy got a whole fucking decade wrong. 60, he got the whole thing wrong. How do you get a whole fucking decade wrong? That's what I want to know. He didn't even get something right by accident. He got the whole fucking thing wrong. Wow. Wow. May he rest in peace. God love him. Was he, he was, the, Stone, he was the world's foremost Gary Marshall impersonator, wasn't he? Yes, he, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. No, there's a new one in town. His name is Paul Tompkins. We have, for you, my friend, winner, Andrew, you win a copy of Dana Gould's The Veteran Comedian's First Ever DVD, directed by Bob Odenkirk. It's called Let Me Put My Thoughts in You, and I'm sure that's available. 
on uh, Amazon and whatnot. Well, so, uh, Did you bring one, Matt? Uh, I forgot, I forgot to bring one because he doesn't smoke as much address, pot as I do. He'll, he'll hook you up with a copy of uh, Probably don't want it, Soak Up the Night. And uh, Scott Ackerman will also be in touch to give you... Yeah, what are you going to give him? your address, I'll give you uh, one of our new Enigma Force 5 t-shirts from uh, Comedy Death Ray Radio, yeah. Earwolf.com. Yeah, nice. those are going to be nice. And you also win a uh, Two Trunk to Tweet t-shirt. And yeah, I, throw, I throw the winning items... I went throw the items. You get a copy of uh, a poster for my new CD, Doug Benson, Hypocritical Oaf, coming out, plopping Doug, on August 31st. Could you just get, could you do a poster just like that, but where you're hugging E.T., the old Michael Jackson? <laughs> there is, a, in another picture inside the album, there's a, there's a stuffed bear uh, hovering over my shoulder. But that photograph was taken by Robin Von Swank, who is awesome. She also yeah. did the Comedy, comedy Death, Death Ray, Ray calendars. calendars. And uh, so if you have any reason to uh, get some photographed in Los Angeles get in touch with her and um, do you guys have anything you want to plug before we go any uh, uh, this is Scott Ackerman things go to coming up earwolf.com our new website for mm-hmm. Comedy Death Ray Radio and also Sclarbro Country yeah you the can listen part. to both of those shows there and you'll be adding shows and adding uh, new shows yeah we got a bunch of stuff coming up uh, that we're very excited about alright that's earwolf.com it's like airwolf but if you completely misspelled air <laughs> two out of the three letters Matt Bronger, what uh, do you got coming up? Hey, just every Monday I host a radio show called Matt's Radio with Matt Dwyer, and we always have a comedian guest on and or a musician. We play some tunes, and it's fun. So uh, tune into. Uh, What's M- it called again? Matt Matt's, Radio? Yeah, mattsradio.com. Mattsradio.com. And podcasts on iTunes and stuff. So. And I, I was going to maybe be a guest on there. I'd, like, I'd still like to at some, some point in the future. Who, is, who are I'll we playing pass. for over here? For her? Uh, yes, Lauren. And Dana Gould, what do you got? I'm hosting the Oscars this year. Wow. <laughs> Um, All right, an interesting choice for I'm getting uh, I'm finding out who they want me to call shithead at the end of the show because that's the second and third prize for playing in our game. Uh You really don't have anything coming up you want to promote? It's all pending. I'll be uh, performing at uh, Comedy Death Ray in about 25 minutes. So pick around. Come on down. If it's Inception, you could do it because you could dream you were here. Thanks a lot to uh, the players for the uh, very exciting Leonard Malton Tournament of Championships. Thank you, Doug. Thank Let you. me be the first thank to say you, thank Doug. you. <laughs> and as always, Jimmy Pardo is a shithead, and Dana Gould is a shithead. Oh, my bullshit. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of both his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room.